brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. On the radio, Wack FM. All right, ladies, buckle up. It's Now, what's going on, all you scallywags out there? You know what time it is. It's time for the world's most hated and most racist online show in America. It's the Reese on the Radio Rundown with yours truly, Mr. Reese on the Radio. What's going on, Carl? And happy Tuesday to you. Plenty of news and plenty of views. And that's the reason why you come here. My unique perspective on the news of the day. And of course, your comments are right here live. Don't forget to check us out on Rumble. No longer on YouTube. Uh, and download the app on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, um, as well as what's the other one? Amazon Podcasts. I just found out that I'm also on Audible. Audible, you know, the place where you can download audio uh, uh, audiobooks. I'm getting these weird um, things. I can't call them weird, but they're credits, I guess, right? So I get these credits from Audible because I have an account. And um, so they give me a credit so I can download uh, these Audible versions of books. So I've been doing that. Uh, I've got like three. I've got two left. I think I have two credits left. But I just got Thomas Sowell's book. 
Um, I got two Rush Limbaugh books. And uh, I just bought another book uh, for a program that I'm a part of. Um, I got that book. Yes, I am going to talk about the mass mandates today. Um, but um, I'm loving the whole audiobook thing because I can put in my headphones and then fall asleep to my audiobooks. Uh, and uh, although I'll, I have to admit, um, the audiobooks put me right to sleep, but I hate reading. I mean, I read, but you know, I, I can read stuff online, but I hate reading. Like a book in front of me, I've, I've never been a big fan. Uh, so I'm really liking the audiobook idea. I thought the audiobook thing was silly. But as I got older, I realized that people bought books for, uh, for the ambiance of having a library. right? This, people started buying a whole bunch of books so they can show everyone how smart they are. You know, hey, look at the look at the books that I read. You know, here's this book and that book and this book and this book changed my life and this book and that book. I promise I'm not going to mention the Celestine prophecy again. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie talked to me the other day. She goes, "What the hell is this problem with this book?" <laughs> but um, I'm I'm liking the audiobook thing. I'm, I'm a big fan uh, of those. So. Um, why I got into that, I have no idea. Anyway, plenty of other news and views to get into. Folks, a prediction that I made here on December 30th of last year will be revealed to you today. It's a surprise. You have to stick around. Okay? A prediction I made on December 30th, 2021 has come to fruition. And I like to steal that saying from uh, Rush Limbaugh, Uncle Rush, the cutting edge of societal evolution. And I predicted it, uh, literally a day before New Year's Eve, right on this show. And it pertains to the vaccine uh, passport. So if anybody remembers what that show was about, and what we talked about, Sweden had come up with a vaccine passport that was implanted into your hand. And I made a bold prediction that day that something was happening. And that's going to come up. So I've been listening to Fox News all day. Uh, to give a shout out to the lady that fainted on the train tracks and survived on it. I'm not talking about her. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, she survived. Hey, it, congratulations to her for not getting pushed. <laughs> At least she fainted. Anyway. Um, so, okay. So let me get into the show. Because there's plenty of stuff I need to get into. Um, uh, yesterday, I talked about Stephen, not Stephen A. Smith. I apologize. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick, who did um, uh, an interview with, uh, I, I want to say it's Brandon Edwards. Um for some group. Um, I Am Athlete, I think, is the name of the show. Ocho Cinco was there. I thought that was Ocho Cinco, but I really couldn't tell. But Colin Kaepernick is back in the news talking about coming back to the NFL. Hello, LA. And I said on yesterday's show, 
This is a joke. Who would trust him? Who would literally bring this guy? Um, who would trust this guy to come back into the NFL? They don't want him there. Why? Because he'd probably find a way to sue them or write a book, tell the inside scoop, or call them racist. Well, Stephen A. Smith, well, let me, let me get to Stephen A. In a, in a second. But listen to Colin Kaepernick yesterday. Here's a training behind the scenes to make sure I'm ready and stay ready at the highest level. You don't do that if you don't, if you don't have a passion and you don't believe you're going to find, find a way on that field. If I have to come in as a backup, that's fine. But that's not where I'm, that's not where I'm staying. And when I prove that I'm a starter, I want to be able to step on the field as such. I just need that opportunity to walk through the door. Let me come in and compete. I mean, you, you have your roster. You had a team. Let me come in and compete, show you what I can do. Well, Cap, you know, you know, football, it's all about eliminating distractions. Like, how do I know if I bring you in and I sign you that you're going to make my locker room better, that you're going to bring us together? One, you can know by experience. My coach, Jim Harbaugh, spoke to it. My coach, Chip Kelly, spoke to it and said that I made the locker room better. I came in, I prepared, I made the team better. That 2016 season, my last year, my teammates voted me the most courageous and inspirational player. Yeah, and again, as I said yesterday, primarily because of what? Because he was protesting, taking a knee as a civil protest to racial inequities, all that other good stuff. So, yeah, that was the reason why. Well, guess what? Somebody from my hometown, none other than Stephen A. Smith, who I'm completely out of favor with, saw this interview as all of us did, and he had something to say about it, which I found stunning because Stephen A. Smith is finding every reason in the world to support Colin Kaepernick. He's always screaming and hollering at the NFL. But now I guess Stephen, Stephen A. Smith has finally come around. Somebody's red-pilled his ass. Here's a training behind Sorry, wrong one. Here's Stephen A. Here's a training behind What am the I scene. still hitting the wrong one? There it is. Stephen A, uh, your reaction to Kaepernick's latest comments there? Utter nonsense. I'm sick of this. And I've, I've had it. First of all, props to Brandon Marshall, Ocho Cinco, and those brothers for I Am Athlete. Did a damn good job. Nothing against them. I want to make sure that I'm very, very clear about this because... This has gotten on my last nerves, and I'm going to put this to bed once and for all. Colin Kaepernick was blackballed. Colin Kaepernick was mistreated. Colin Kaepernick should be in the NFL. Colin Kaepernick should have never been out of the NFL. He violated no laws. He violated, he violated no NFL bylaws. He got screwed over, period. How many times do we need to say that? I don't know. Probably some more, Stephen A., because I disagree with that. Before Colin Kaepernick is willing to accept the fact, you got to handle things differently. And what do I mean by that? I'm not talking about the kneeling. I'm not talking about the protesting, because that's on behalf of us. And there's a level of graciousness and gratitude we all owe him. Black people, as far as I'm concerned, America owes this to Colin Kaepernick. Uh, do we... What a martyr. But that was from 2016 to 2019. In 2019, after you filed a lawsuit against the National Football League, 
after you reached a multi-million dollar settlement, after you made it clear you don't have any trust for them, and they made it clear they have no trust for you. This is the key part. This is the key part. Reach the settlement. You don't trust them. They don't trust you. Because of pressure from Jay-Z, who obviously is advising the NFL on social justice issues and things of that nature, along with a multitude of people inside and outside of the media, and you're listening to one of them, because I spoke to many people on behalf of Colin Kaepernick. Why is the media speaking on behalf of its subjects? I don't know. The NFL said, we're going to conduct a workout. And Colin Kaepernick refused to show up because of some waiver issue, some liability issue, okay, that everybody can read up about that I don't have time to get into at this particular moment. At the end of the day, what are you saying, Colin Kaepernick? You didn't trust them? Uh, duh, we know you didn't trust them. They didn't trust you because they felt like, hey, if an individual team, none of whom called you, by the way, if an individual team gave you a workout that you would sit up there and guess what? If you don't make the team, they were saying, you know what? You might sit up there and accuse us of being racist because they didn't pick you on the team. So as a result, we can't trust you either. The both sides don't trust one another. Who the hell don't know that? Exactly. And why are you still trying to be a part of a system and a business that you don't trust and they don't trust you? Why are you running around belly aching that they won't give you a shot? And still, you took the position regardless of Jay-Z's help, regardless of the media's help, regardless of... Did you hear that? Regardless of Jay-Z's help, regardless of the media's help, why is the media advocating for Colin Kaepernick? A public fury against the National Football League, knowing that everybody was going to be all over them, watching them like a fine-tooth comb. You still didn't trust anybody. You wanted to listen to your lady and your Colin Kaepernick crew, and you wanted to debunk everybody else. And here you are having a conversation about football. My brother, you ain't playing five years. We don't know what you could do, but we still believe in you. I believe Colin Kaepernick could be on an NFL team right now and help a team. Yeah, I think you're alone on that one, Steven. Despite being gone for five years, because I think he was that gifted. That ain't the point. Was the operative word here. Was. The point is coaches, players, and executives all answer to owners of those respective football teams, and they don't want to touch you. You knew that. And the one in, you refused to exploit. I understand your point about not trusting them. Hell, we don't trust them. But we were willing to fight for you. And why? You didn't want to listen to anybody. And now the NFL is saying, Ratings are up 10% from the year before. Super Bowl ratings were up 6%. We got some of the best numbers since 2015. That's without Colin Kaepernick. Why would we invite this trouble? Who didn't know they were going to do that? Exactly. And what did I say during the Colin Kaepernick debacle? You can find that video when the recent radio rundown first began. I said you can't beat the beast. You cannot beat the beast, which is the NFL. Sure, they'll stumble. Sure, they'll fall. Sure, they'll go through their ebbs and flows. But they'll be back, and they're back. And they're doing better numbers without Colin Kaepernick. I ain't hustling backwards. I don't need you, homie. And you're right. 
I think uh, uh, White Mike said it best. The USF, USFL would take him. Get on over there and make some money. But they're just, I don't know, he's just, I don't know. He wants the NFL so bad. But that ship has sailed. That there is over. All right, so Carl said, please talk about the mask mandates. Congratulations. Um, we don't have to fly with masks on anymore. You can ride in an Uber without a mask. You can go anywhere you want without a mask. Congratulations to all of you. And for those of you who need to wear a mask, everyone, hey, listen, keep your mask on. Okay, I'm sure you, you can wear a mask all day. I want you to believe the science that says that the mask does nothing, but I want you to wear it anyway. Because, see, I know that the people who have to wear a mask, who are railing and screaming and hollering about the mask, I can't believe that this judge would unilaterally say that they don't have to wear a mask on a plane anymore. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That these people are going to walk around with masks. They are not listening to the science. But science says that the mask did nothing. That's what science says. With cloth masks and all the rest of that crap, uh, there's no appeal yet. Don't get, don't get caught up in that, in, in that ridiculousness. There is no appeal. The Biden administration was very strategic in what they said about the appeal. I'll get to that in a second. But all of you knuckleheads who are running around talking about, I'm going to adhere to the science. No, you're not. There's no, there's no science supporting what you're talking about. None. Wear the N95 mask. That's fine. But those cloth masks that read the Chicago Bulls on them, those don't work at all. And the N95 mask, you have to get a brand new one every time you use it. If you're following the science, which we know you're not. Because all of those germs and whatnot, once the moisture gets in, you're actually more susceptible to more bacteria. So every time you put on a mask, it has to be new. So if you're still wearing the same old mask and throwing it in the wash and wearing it all day and taking it off and putting it on, taking it off and putting it on, yeah, yeah, you're not following the science. So please spare me with your nonsense about the science. Don't worry, Carla, I'm almost there. There's a reason why you come here. The Biden administration is not appealing. The Biden administration is directing, or I should say the DOJ, is going to follow the direction of the CDC and tell them that we will appeal if the CDC chooses to appeal. So in other words, the DOJ is saying, hey, we'll appeal the, we'll appeal the judge's ruling in Florida should the CDC warrant an appeal. Why? Because they had to answer to these bozos like Chuck Todd because the media is outraged about this. 
Jack, if you got on a plane or a train, or really any form of public transportation today, you probably noticed a pretty big change. Yesterday afternoon, a Trump-appointed federal judge in Florida struck down the administration's federal mask mandate for travelers just days after the Center for Disease Control extended it through early May. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki called the ruling disappointing, but the White House has not yet appealed the ruling. They claim it's something for the Department of Justice to look into. Already the TSA, major airline carriers, Amtrak, Uber, Lyft, all others have dropped their mask requirements essentially the second the, uh, the White House decided not to appeal. Folks, it's one thing for a Trump judge to strike down an order from the Biden White House, but it's an entirely different thing for the White House to let it happen without any legal pushback. Yeah, Chuck doesn't like that. It's like, you're not even going to push back? This is a Trump judge. They're not legitimate. And it's not the first time recently that something hasn't gone the White House's way. They don't fight back. They don't defend their rationale. They just give you the, um, the emoji shrug. We saw it when the Supreme Court struck down their vaccine mandate for large employers. We saw it when West Virginia's Joe Manchin essentially scrapped the president's entire domestic agenda in Congress. We may even be seeing it with the ongoing intraparty fight on Title 42. The Biden administration, with the full power and prestige of the presidency, with his party's power in Congress on the line this November, has repeatedly looked as if they're easy to roll. Oh, and they, they don't like that. But as I said earlier today, Biden is not going to make one move on it. Not the White House. The White House will not appeal. Nor do I believe the Department of Justice will, or the CDC for that matter. Let me explain to you why. Biden is hemorrhaging in the polls. Do I have to remind you of where Biden sits in the polls? He's at the lowest approval rating of any president, even the evil dictator known as Donald Trump. He sits below the evil <laughs> Donald J. Trump. He's less popular than Darth Vader himself, Dick Cheney. <laughs> he can't take another L. There were people on airplanes applauding that this mandate was, str was struck down. The American people were happy. There was no one going, boo, on airlines. You saw the videos today. Nobody was going, boo, we, we, we don't have to wear a mask anymore. That's wrong. No one was. People were applauding. Yay. Yay. Let's give them the real effect. Yay. Yay. Biden needs to ride that momentum. He's got to find a way to spin it. He's got to find a way to spin it in his, in his favor. He, he knows he can't because the White House has already said they're disappointed in the ruling. But they can't push back on it because they know what could possibly happen if he were to push back and, and try to... Uh, uh, fundamentally go over the heads of this appellate judge. He's done. He's finished. He can't hemorrhage anymore. That's the reason why he didn't jump on the, on, on the, uh, the whole I'm going to appeal nonsense. He can't do it. He can't suffer another blow.
But folks, I said earlier, a lot of you who want to wear the mask, who need to wear the mask, Why would you interrupt me, Amy, with that? <laughs> Amy said, maybe the Easter Bunny will appeal it. <laughs> Pretty much he's, the Easter Bunny's running the White House right now. Um, but that's not even worse. If you folks out there who want to wear your mask, right, you, you, you following the science. So let's see how deep, how deep that commitment is. Right? You want to follow the science. See, I'm going to call bull. Because what I got earlier today, my good friend Jay King, he said, Reese, you're not a scientist. So therefore, I'm not allowed to have an opinion. I'm not a scientist. I like what Milton Friedman said. So I'm not a scientist, huh? So I guess if you have cancer, the only doctor who's allowed to treat you is a doctor who's had cancer. (laughs) But that's how stupid some of these people sound. But good old Jake King, you want to follow the science and a scientist? Who here is familiar with AstraZeneca? Who knows that company, that pharmaceutical company, AstraZeneca? You've seen the commercials on TV. I would suspect that the folks over at AstraZeneca have got something really uh, prudent to say or important to say about vaccines, about people who take vaccines. I mean, they're in the pharmaceutical business, and we're all talking about science, right? December 2020, a little more than a year into COVID-19, The CEO of AstraZeneca was on a Zoom call. And I would expect this guy to to know what he's talking about. Here's Project Veritas. You have to know a number of uh, people uh, cannot be vaccinated. On a company-wide Zoom call on December 3rd, 2020, AstraZeneca CEO Pascal Soriot stated millions of people with immune deficiencies can't be vaccinated. Even back then, he saw enormous potential in monoclonal antibody treatments. Like if you have an immune disease, lupus, or some other immune condition, you cannot re- or multiple sclerosis, you cannot be vaccinated. So there are millions of people in the world that will need a protection, protection that cannot be coming from a vaccine. So the long-acting antibody has enormous potential. This uh, long-acting antibody is quite unique because um, this is the only combination that uh, potentially will last uh, more than six months up to potentially 12 months and protect people for a long period of time. Monoclonal antibody treatments were known to be effective relatively early in the COVID-19 pandemic, and some states in the U.S. moved quickly to use it as a frontline defense. However, the federal government actively pushed against the use of those treatments in favor of the vaccine. The Biden administration, which revoked outright revoked authorization for two very popular monoclonal antibody treatments that the state of Florida really pioneered over the summer. We have had people use it 
and we've had good results. People have a right to access these treatments and to revoke it on this basis is just fundamentally wrong. If the CEO of one of the world's largest pharmaceutical companies realized back in 2020 that antibody treatments are necessary for the immunocompromised, why would governments around the world force vaccine mandates when millions of people are at risk if they got it? We are looking at a winter of severe illness and death unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospitals, they'll soon overwhelm. But there's good news. If you're vaccinated, you have your booster shot, you're protected from severe illness and death. But getting that shot really was an amazing feeling. It, 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 It hits you. Following the science, ladies and gentlemen? I don't think so. Over here... Over at the Reese on the Radio Rundown, we're following the science. We're having conversations about the science. The science. We're getting shut down by YouTube. We're getting our Facebook page uh, uh, shut down for playing certain videos or getting our stuff flagged with COVID-19 warnings. Misinformation. Please holla at your boy. You're following the science. I ain't no scientist, but here's the weird part about guys like Jay King and other people who are screaming and hollering about, I'm not a scientist. Well, guess what, Negro? Neither are you. You're not a scientist. So how do you know that what's being told to you is factual? Are you suggesting to me that because I'm not a scientist, I must follow their rules? And you're not a scientist, which means you should? I thought I had to be a scientist to know whether or not they were telling the truth or not. And because I'm not a scientist, I can only assume that they know what they're talking about because they are scientists. I've seen a lot of scientists, my friend. I've seen a lot of people talk a lot of science nonsense, too. I beg the question. If climate change is settled science and COVID-19 isn't, When is science settled? The answer is never. What's going on, Valsine? Science is never, never settled. Ever. And it damn sure isn't settled by a bunch of bureaucrats who can't answer simple questions like, hey, how do you feel about um, natural immunity? Ah, we don't have an answer on that. 2004, you had an answer for it. So wear your mask. If you got to wear your mask, wear your mask. You know? And nobody's going to call you an idiot because you're wearing your mask. I probably will privately, but wear your mask. Just please stop telling us that you're following the science. We know you're not. This has nothing to do with science. This has everything to do with fear. You are afraid. And just say that. I'm scared and I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just going to be safe because I think this makes me feel safe. Someone actually today, and I, I kid you not, this is someone I love and I respect, suggested that it was a good thing that China is locking up people into their apartments 
to prevent them from getting COVID. That it's better to have those people sit in their apartments and starve to death, to beat their dogs in the street, and to kill their cats, put them in bags. I just can't show that video here. I won't. I won't show anybody abusing animals. I can't. In Shanghai, go look up those videos. If you want to watch Carnage. 2.6 million people being locked in their apartments with drones flying up telling them to resist their need to be free. This is for your own good. And then I explained to people afterwards, they, somebody actually tried to suggest to me, it's like China's just afraid of the COVID-19 outbreak. And what did I say to them? What did I say to them? I said, hey, that's exactly what happened in New York and New Jersey. They locked everybody in. They closed everybody into their apartments, told them they weren't allowed to leave. And what happened? COVID-19 was 85%. It, 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 the 85% spike happened within New York and New Jersey. They had the highest death rate of anywhere. They were wiping everything down and closing everybody off. You couldn't even ride the train without your papers. You had to show your papers in order for you to ride train. Where do you go? Pharmacy on Manhattan? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. How do you get there? Yeah, we had our own client who had to get on the train and show paperwork to ride the train into Manhattan to go get her narcotic for her cancer treatment. That's how locked down New York was. And they had the highest rate of death. And they locked down. Yeah, how many people are jumping to their deaths from their apartments? Good point, John. But see, people look at, again, these are, all of these people are claiming, I'm listening to the science. You're not listening to the science. You're just scared of your own shadow. CNN is completely, has completely got you shook. How are you not the guy who's running into the kitchen grabbing your dish detergent when the news media goes, tonight at 11, is your dishwasher detergent killing you? You should, you're probably on pins and needles. Holy crap. News at 11. You're calling your husband. Honey, do not get the Dawn liquid. It could kill us. Are you that guy? Are you that woman? Are you that guy? It got you shook. 
That's right. Your governor still got reelected. He sure enough did. But by a slim margin, that was pretty tight, Amy. Murphy, that was a tight runoff. But you know who these people are. You're just shook. Scared to death. And just so you can know this, because uh, let me let me segue into this next story. Does everybody remember the governor of, of Wisconsin, was it? Gretchen Whitmer. Anybody remember that story? We heard about that whole plot about her supposed to be getting, she was supposed to get kidnapped and possibly killed. Remember that? And then they caught the guys and then they had a trial. Two of them were acquitted. Two of them had a mistrial. It turns out that the FBI was actually grooming these people. Theme word. <laughs> they were grooming these guys and actually setting them up. They were putting the idea in these lunatics' heads to convince them to try to kidnap Governor Whitmer. It was all set up. Remember what we were told, right? They were going to kidnap her. They were going to kill her. It's because of the Donald Trump rhetoric. I even played the video here with the ringleader, the alleged ringleader, who is going to do life in prison for setting the whole thing up. This guy's a recluse who hated Trump. Anybody remember that? An alarming story out of Michigan. This plot to attack, to storm, to kidnap you. A plot to kidnap put me on trial and execute me. They were gonna put her on trial in the woods. You know what the verdict was gonna be in that trial. Take her to a secure location in Wisconsin for a trial, a treason trial. They were gonna take her off in the woods in Wisconsin and execute her, like Al Qaeda style. They're plotting to, to kidnap and try me and murder me. What an alarming story out of Michigan. This plot to attack, to storm, to kidnap you. Yeah, so that's what, they were going to kidnap her. And everybody's either acquitted or there's a mistrial. They completely botched the case. The government, who actually set guys up to kidnap Gretchen Whitmer, had been completely foiled in a court of law. And turns out the boys had nothing to do with it. They were completely set up. It was all staged. Never believe these people. They've got you. They suckered you. You can't trust them. Try to talk your people better. But you don't want to listen to me because you hate old Reese. He don't know nothing. Whatever. Let's see how much I don't know. Hmm? Let's see. The day was December 30th. It was near the end of the show. It's roughly about 9.50. We were just about to end. And I talked about a video that I had seen about a chip that you could put in your hand to show people that you've been vaccinated so you wouldn't have to carry around a card and the chip would be attached to your smartphone. Anyone remember that? Let's, let's take a stroll down memory lane. 
Uh, yeah, that's true. Good point, John. Uh, <laughs> John says, not out of the realm, dogs and cats and other animals already have a V-chip. My dog has a V-chip. He sure does. Uh, a microchip implant, it's coming. Yeah, sure enough. Um, <clears throat> is it a passport or a vaccine card? Uh, I have a simple vaccine card. Yeah, well, this is one that will be implanted into your skin. It is a chip implanted in your skin. Look, this was 2004, I think it was. I'm going to find that story. In 2004, they were trying this out in Mexico. And it was a chip that had all your banking information on it. You could just go to a grocery store or to a nightclub and you just run your arm over the thing. And, you know, they're like, beep, you know, pay your $10 to get into the nightclub. You know, so they were thinking about doing that. But if you're interested in something like this, it's coming. I mean, it's in Sweden and somebody will introduce it to the States soon enough. And it'll be in one of your cosmopolitan areas expected in New York and L.A., probably in Miami, you know, in, in the, the cool hip places. You know, it'll, it'll be there. And, you know, all the young people don't get some influencers to start talking about it. Yeah, I got the chip the other day. One kid will put it behind the ear, like back here. No, look like some crazy ass um, sci-fi nonsense. December 30th, ladies and gentlemen, December 30th, 2020. I have to applaud myself because I told you, cutting edge of societal evolution, ladies and gentlemen, just three months later, four months later, I give you Wallet More. Hey, in this video, I'm going to show you how Wallet More implant works in real life. After ordering a drink, food, or any other product, all you need to do is tap in your hand to the payment terminal. Forget about the cash, card, or even a smartphone. All you need is your hand. Walletmore implants are biosafe, secure, ultimately convenient, and they are globally acceptable. Walletmore is a wallet of tomorrow. Get into the new era of payments and get your implant now. That's right, folks. Walletmore. Get your chip implanted now. <laughs> All of your banking on a little chip that they insert into your body. Again, I'm not kidding. Not kidding. I told you this was coming. John says, hate to see the bouncer's face if I have to scan my chip when I'm doing <laughs> Okay, I'm not going to read that one. That's a little graphic. Okay, but nonetheless. Okay, Valcine, are you saying it's trash? Are you saying it's garbage? Oh, she's saying, I give up. Yeah, I, hey, don't doubt me. Next time, don't doubt me. This chip technology, think about it. I mean, there are so many things that are going to happen because of this. Okay, and this is going to be hip. You see homeboy there sitting in a coffee shop, right? Sitting in a coffee shop with the, what's the, doot, doot, with his little thing, with his hand, doot, doot. I just paid for my coffee and trying to make it look cool. All the kids are going to be doing it. What are you going to see next? People are going to get their arms chopped off. Chomp. 
No, okay, that might be extreme. But can you imagine your banking data in the palm of your hand? Now, I'm not so much concerned about the hacking implications as I was on December 30th. But I am worried about some other things. Who will be able to access that when you're walking down the road? Someone's going to. Someone's going to try. These people out here with this technology, hacking and this stuff, that's people's thing. People sit tirelessly behind computers trying to find out new ways to scam and to steal. Okay, so I'm going to ask, before I even do this, I'm going to ask first, and I need everybody to chime in, okay, wherever it is that you are, whatever platform you're on, who wants to see an actual surgery of this being implanted into someone's hand? Who wants to? Just give me a yes, a thumbs up, or whatever if you actually want to see a surgery because I uploaded it so that I can show you. Now, I know the people who are listening on the podcast can't, so all you have to do is just go to Facebook slash WACFM uh, or WACFM online or just go to WACFM.com so you can watch the video. Just tell me if you want to watch it. Let me know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it to a vote. Rama's like, no, I don't want to watch it. It's not gross. It's a little... I, I watched it. You know me. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm good not seeing it. Okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not gross. But it is an interesting surgery. Because uh, let me tell you something. There's a reason why I believe that you should watch it. Because I want to know whether or not you got the same thoughts that I thought when I saw it. Because there's something very eerily similar when I watch it. I got to play it, Amy and Rama. I knew the two of you probably wouldn't want to watch it. But I I think I have to play it. So you guys may have to turn your heads not to watch it. But here it is. Unless it's like an injection from Star Trek, it's not. It's not. Uh, There's not a lot of blood. There's a little bit of blood. But I'll show you part of the process before we get to the actual gross part okay if you don't if you can't watch gross blood stuff i'll stop it there okay here's a little bit of what they're doing and this is the whole process of how you can get it done so i'll just narrate it there's a doctor there there's the young man who's getting the done he signs a couple of waivers they have a little consultation they show him where you're going to put it in your hand it's on the side of your hand. And he's there. It looks like he's going to be in a local anesthesia. They spray his hand. Okay. So let me pause here. Okay. So now they're doing the incision into the hand. Right? Where it's going to be. And what they do is a little slit. They do not cut all the skin off. They, they slit a pocket into the skin. In other words, just slightly a hole where they can cut in and then slide the little chip in. And then they sew you back up. They stitch you back up. And then eventually it's gone. Now, here's the crazy part. I'm showing you the one done by a professional, a physician 
if you go to YouTube right now and put on and, and type in uh, Wallet More, and that's Wallet M O R, Wallet More, you go to their page on YouTube, you can watch the third video. That one's going to blow your mind. Let me tell you why. Because they have two videos where there's one video where the guy who I just showed you is telling you about the, about the device. Click. He's got a cup of coffee. The second video, he's standing around in different places talking about the application and how it is that you won't get hacked. You know, it only works when you're right up on the terminal. All that nonsense. The third video is this one, which I'm showing you now with the injection, you know, how they're cutting your skin and putting the piece inside your skin. The third video is another implanting video or implant video. It's not at a physician. It's at the tattoo parlor. There is a, apparently, if this is Germany or wherever it is, but there is somebody who is allowed to have this at the tattoo parlor where they're given instructions on how somebody who would normally give you a tattoo can also teach you how to do it. And the video on YouTube is instructional teaching you exactly what you need to do to wipe down the, you know, with gauze and all that stuff and use peroxide. The, the whole video shows it. I watched it earlier. I'm just not sure that that one's a little grosser. But here's some more. So they're showing the incision, right? They're opening it up. Then they open up the packet. Now, this is what the chip looks like. There you go. So the chip looks like, it looks like a Band-Aid. Imagine a little mini Band-Aid with a black chip in the center where the gauze would be on the Band-Aid. That's the actual banking. That's the bank card, if you will. And that's the piece that they slip inside your skin. And then they show you right away. Do the tattoo artists have a a supply of microchips? I think, and that's the interesting part, Amy, they don't disclose that in the video. That's the first thing I thought of. And, And it almost made me think in my head was, So each chip has got to be serialized, right? Because there's no banking numbers on it. It might be attached to your bank account, but each one must be serialized and you've got to put something in your phone and put something in the phone and just goes, you know, this is chip number ABC123 with your social security number or whatever it is. And then you activate it once it's been implanted and then you're walking around and, you know, (laughs) you get a jolt in your skin. You know, that, which means that your bank card is working. <laughs> like you get a small electrical shock to let you know that your bank card has been activated. <laughs> Just something along those lines. But yeah, so this is, that's what this thing is. Look at it. And they slide it right in. Okay, all right. So that's, I don't, actually, it's quick. So I thought it was actually quicker than I thought. And then they sew you back up. And that's it. You got the chip now. Tattoo people do these piercings. Do do those piercings. That's true. But again, this is, you know, this this is a small, I mean, it's almost a surgery. I mean, if you think about it. But you got to see the video with the tattoo parlor. Because it's amazing that they would allow the tattoo parlor to do this. I said, yes, like I said. How they do that's effed up facial piercings 
they make a slip and slide a little spike in or whatever the hell, and then they stick it, they, they stitch it back up. Yeah, I guess so. As I love the music, the music alone will make you want to get a chip. <laughs> well, they try to make it really hip and calming. Like, you know, like it's 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 some it's like it's a regular procedure. It's like going in and getting, you know, a teeth cleaning or something. But they're serious about this. And I don't know. I mean, again, look, I know that they're going to appeal to young people. We are clearly not their target audience. Okay? I, I, I had a hard time, and, I, and I'll tell you a tale out of school. I was one of the last people to get a bank card. I was. And if you really want to know how late I was to the dance... I didn't get a bank card until 2007. That's real. That's real. I had a bank account, but I didn't get a... Not, my, my significant other at the time had a bank card, but I didn't. I refused. I used cash only. And the reason why I wouldn't do it is because of that RFID chip. I just wasn't doing that chip nonsense. It's like, nope, nope. Not having the government watching me. I'd watch a lot of, I'd watched a lot of, uh, of those documentaries, those weird documentaries that talk about you get that RFID chip, the government's going to track you. And I wouldn't, not again, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, right? I, I know I made that clear, but I was watching a lot of that stuff and I was just going, yeah, why would they put an RFID chip in there if not to track you? It's radio frequency. What do they need that for? It's just a banking card. So I refused to get it. But okay, so I, it's 2007. I'm working in Manhattan. I'm working for a company called Bella Tile. I had just gotten paid. I was hanging out with the boys. We went to the ESPN zone. Hanging out, getting drunk, partying, having a good time. I got on the New Jersey bus. To go to Bergen, New Jersey, Fort Lee, to be exact. And I was so drunk, I dropped my wallet with $1,800 in cash. That's what was in my wallet. Found my wallet the next day, everything intact, of course, except the money. And my significant other said, that's it, you got to get a bank card. And that's what caused me to get it. 2007. Never forget that. Somewhere around, I want to say September, October of that year. But I didn't want to use a bank card. So I know that this is definitely not for me. There's no way I'm doing some chip in my body and then convincing me that that's going to be safe. <laughs> What's in your wallet? Not a damn thing, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Julie, I'm sorry, but look, I was a Neanderthal back then. I was, just, I was an animal back then. But yeah, I mean, it took me a while to come around to the whole bank card thing. I still lose my bank card. In fact, I got a bank card I just lost not too long ago. I lose them all the time. I do. And now, if you think that's crazy, just to show you how crazy I am, try this on for size. You've all got one of these, right? You've all got a cell phone. 
Try this off for size. I use my cell phone to pay for stuff on the little, the little thing. I do the whole quick cash, the little quick thing with the phone thing. Doop, doop. I do it with my phone. I do. <laughs> but that's as far as I go. I'm not putting the thing in my body. I'm just not. I kind of feel like all I need is some moron to figure out the frequency of this thing. And can you imagine that son of a gun getting a hold of you? And next thing you know, your ass is remote controlled. <laughs> Slap Chris Rock in the face. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not going to be that guy. But the young kids, they're going to do this. This is a right up there. I'm telling you, this is right up their alley. Right up their alley. Someone's going to find a way to explain. They'll, they'll associate it with global warming. You know, or some stupid young kid activist thing. And next thing you know, all they need to do, you know, and again, probably who's the first person they'll get? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez should be the first one lined up to get one of those stupid chips in her. Then all the kids want one. Watch. Just watch. Is this, oh, do I have time for this? Yes, I do. I do have time for this. Um... They make you old die kinds of dirty stuff that blackmail you with it. That's true. They probably will. Um, I guess I could save this for tomorrow. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, my God. Forgive me. I've got so much good stuff here. I've got to play. I've got to show you this. Okay. So did you hear about this whole thing with the math? With the CRT math, critical race theory math. Have you heard about this? Oh, my God. This is so amazing. This is so amazing because it's so retarded. And I know I'm not supposed to use that word, but I have to use that word. I can't believe I forgot this. So Ron DeSantis is being criticized because people are laughing at him and going, what do you mean there's CRT and math? There's no CRT in math. But he has evidence that this is true. I kid you not. This is him talking about it. Of Common Core, as you know, we have best standards, which is a, a better uh, way to do a lot of things, but particularly math. I mean, one of the criticisms was the parents couldn't help their kids with the math homework. So any of the books that don't meet the best standards are, are, um, are not going to be appropriate for us to use. Uh, you do have things like social and emotional learning and some of the other things that are more political in there. In our view on something like math, first, it doesn't meet the standards, but second, you know, math is about getting the right answer. And we want kids to learn to think so they get the right answer. It's not about how you feel about the problem or to introduce some of these other things. It's there's a right answer and there's a wrong answer. And we want all our students getting the right answers. And, and he is absolutely right. So then all these people said, oh, what is he doing? Is this culture war? He's going off the deep end. Now he's talking about how this critical race theory in math. That doesn't make any sense. But there's evidence of this. There is evidence of this. And a parent found this, this math test, when their kid brought it home. And I, 
Yours truly, yours truly, Reese on the radio, has provided you with the Maya Angelou math quiz. Did you know that there was? It's the Maya Angelou math quiz. Here's the, uh, here's the first question of the Maya Angelou math quiz. In fact, I thought that I could see this. Uh, I can't even read this now. But these are a series of questions related to Maya Angelou and her life. And they are instructed in the math quiz. I think this one is, let me see here. Maya Angelou, oh, she was born in what part of Missouri? This one says Maya Angelou's real name. So there's a whole bunch of these questions that are in here. What's this other one? Let me see this one. This one is uh, after, yeah, after suffering childhood abuse, Maya Angelou became, uh, I'll say was mute for how many years after she suffered through abuse? These are all critical race theories associated with math. Here's another one. All of these were actually on a math test. She helped with, uh, she helped with uh, other African-American leaders. Some of the questions is multiple choice. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King Jr. All of this stuff related to Maya Angelou. Yeah, it looks like Jeffrey is here. Mass assignment in Missouri teaches children about Maya Angelou's past sexual abuse. <laughs> Her work as a prostitute. Yeah. Why is this, what, what has this got to do with math? Okay, for literature uh, road class, but what the hell does that have to do with, do with math? Again, they're trying to incorporate two things into one, black history and math, instead of just teaching math. That's what this is about. What was this one? This is, uh, is there a last one here? Let me see if I can actually blow this up a little bit. Yeah. Since 1991, Maya Angelou has been a professor at, well, Maya Angelou is dead. <laughs> so since 1991, doesn't apply. Yeah, this is the stuff that they put in there. So it turns out that uh, Ron DeSantis was right. They were incorporating critical race theory into math instead of just math. And so soon after this test came out, everybody, shh, everybody got real quiet. Because they were busted. People pay money to have sex with, oh, that's just mean. <laughs> oh, you had no idea that she, she was a cocaine addicted hooker at that. Uh, and they make you wear a mask while figuring it out. God damn. Julie is fire. I'm not going to read that, Julie. That's just inflammatory. And they'll pin that one on me. Not happening here. People are going to be mad that you wrote that. But, yeah, it's actually true. <laughs> just that. People have the free speech to say whatever it is that they want on the Reset Radio Rundown. And with that, I'm out of here.
You know what that sound means? It's time for me to get out of here. As I always say, radio is free, so we thank you for paying attention. Remember to keep JC in your hearts and in your minds. So I'm Patrick. We love you and we miss you. Please remember that panic is not planned, so plan your work and work your plan. Me, I'm Rich on the radio. You, you have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow. And uh, we hope to see you back here tomorrow, too. Let's read what Valcine says. Uh, Christine from another quote. So instead of having a history, because of Robert DeSantis being CRT, in textbooks yourself, CRT is being injected into math instruction. Yeah, they need to stop that. Anyway, all right, we're out of here. Be good to each other. There's only one race on the radio. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.